0: Welcome to Straight to the Point and completely off topic. I have my good friend, Emily Elgato here. I always like to add a D in that. But Emily Elgato, uh, the Ink Mistress, uh, or as many of you re- might, might remember her, remember her when she was on Ink Masters as that fucking bitch. <laughs> and How I'm not you. wrong. You did take a DNA test, didn't you?
1: I did. I 100% that bitch, it turns out. <laughs>
0: I would. nobody's surprised.
1: <laughs> Dude, I know. I don't, I,
0: I, of course, seeing you on the TV is completely different than knowing you in person. Yeah. I guess that's kind of what I'm hoping. Well, I, I hope that I can open the door for our, our fans, you know, the Ink Master fans are the, I say they're ours, why not? Right. Um, yep. But the Ink Master fans, uh, so that they can see behind the scenes a bit and maybe understand a bit more about that big monster of a machine. The Ink Masters is Mm -hmm. and the the way it started to change is I saw it from three when Mm -hmm. people kind of had a bit of integrity and and the producers were really not integrity is the wrong word because it implies there wasn't integrity later. I think there was a better understanding of what this show was then to serve people. You know, I mean, I think the producers were better about it. And on your season, That really started to craft it and get some good, good uh, characters like yourself.
1: Yeah.
0: Thanks. When I go back in history and I think about all my, I was just had a friend on the GWC. Did I make you look at that stupid video of me in that Ric Flair costume?
1: No. Oh, I missed that opportunity.
0: (laughs) I got to show you. It's so fucking awesome. (laughs) It's a 41 pounds of purple sequins and feathered boa. (laughs) Nature boy, Ric Flair, who wore it at the WrestleMania. It's 90,000 dollars. Oh, my God. And, and this guy let me wear it because he's just that he's just as insane. He's crazy.
1: <laughs> I love this.
0: But when I go back in my wrestling history and I think about what did I like? What didn't I like? I used to as a kid, I loved the good guys. I loved anybody that was a good guy. Seemed like, you know, I hated the guys that would defend him like Bobby the brain. But then when I grow up, I realized that I really cared more for the, the uh, bad guys. Yeah, you know what I'm I mean. Sure. Like they push the anti- their antagonists. They
1: I always I tell people there's no story without a bad guy.
0: What? Yes. Why? Why is anybody watching without the Josh Shipper <laughs> and without the Emily Elgados? Yeah.
1: Or now, or Jay
0: Blondells
1: or or the you know, Jay
0: Blondells. Or you you know I mean we all the... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh come on! I want to be a bad guy uh actually I, I don't mind it a bit actually there was one time when i think i come to it and i was just like you know what this is who they want and yeah not gonna...
1: i uh i figured it out super early um mm-hmm. it was like first day we had already filmed down in penn station and then they took us you know back to refigure us out feed us the whole nine yards and we yeah. were all sitting there in a circle, and everybody's passing around, you know, their books and stuff, portfolios, and and I'm listening to people. And some people have been there for, you know, tattooing for 14 years, 22 years, and I'd only been tattooing for seven at that point. And I knew right then and there I was not going to win that. I knew there was no fucking way. the The caliber of artists that were there, leagues beyond. Right. me. And I'll totally admit that fully right now. But, um. Some humility
0: from the Ink Mistress.
1: Well, I mean, I am a human, you know.
0: (laughs) You're very human. I I got to know you well outside of the show and was amazed because I really haven't watched much of your season. I apologize. I always say this and I feel it's true. I get a certain PTSD just from watching. And uh, I end up yelling at the mirror like (laughs) like I was talking to three judges, you know, like I just go unfiltered all of a sudden. (laughs) But. I had a hard time watching it. And so when I get to know you, it's from the, the tattoo circuit and I know this really sweet girl, but you recognized, I guess, that this was a character to drive you and, and to, to make you known, right?
1: Yeah, I had to do something to stay relevant and to stay on camera. And um, it really, it officially dawned on me. We, they set us up to do, um, there's that scene in that first episode where all the girls are sitting at a table and they're all kind of like patting each other on the back, like, oh, I really liked your flowers. And oh, the pink you used was really pretty. And da 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 da. And like, uh, the producer pulled me aside and she was like, hey, we want you in on this conversation. And I was like, okay, cool. She's like, but, you know, we want you to, you know, like tell them what you think of their tattoos. And I was like, and I'm supposed to tell them that their tattoos suck. And she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, was, dude, the in her eyes she like struck gold right then and there <laughs> literally took off in that 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 instance and i sat down and i you know bullshitted with them and i made fun of their tattoos which you know i mean that's what they wanted me to do so i did it right. and the girls thought that i had like a split personality disorder because obviously right. I didn't tell them that I was going to do this. I just sat down and did it. And so we all got right. on the scene. Well, you don't have
0: so- time to either. It's not like, no. hey, guys, I'm coming into the scene. I'm going to beat Simon Cowell for a minute.
1: Right. You just, you just like get shoved into it. And we still don't really know each other. But the night previously was like our first official night in the house together. So everybody drank. We all, you know. talked <laughs> right. about. Right. So you were like, getting along brothers. with
0: people a minute ago.
1: Yeah. So they really thought that I was fucking crazy. <laughs> Um, There was
0: a a piece of that we got from Josh, yeah.
1: uh, But
0: he really doesn't get certain social cues. I truly believe he is autistic. You know, and I don't mean 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 he's high level or whatnot, or or not high level. I don't mean he's like he's like on the far end of the spectrum or nothing. I think he's pretty good at functioning.
1: And if somebody wants to pay for Josh's health care to prove him wrong, feel free. But at this point in time, I have no problem with that man fully accepting the fact he's autistic and moving on with his life.
0: And hopefully bringing a little bit of um, awareness too. you mm-hmm. knew this character that you were bringing out. And were you able yeah. to um, convince the girls that you weren't a psychopathic split personality?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after like they were able to like calm down and, and like talk to the guys and be like, what the fuck? And, you know, <laughs> got back together, you know, cause at night you're done filming. It's, it's like a day job. You, you do it for nine to 10 hours you're done for the night, you retire, you sit around bullshit with each other, have some drinks, whatever. So it, you know, by that time in the evening, everything was understood. And I explained the whole gimmick, but
0: yeah. Was it really nine to 10 hours or was it longer?
1: Oh my God. It was so much longer.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <When> that- <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I remember like 14 and 16 hour days and them like really trying to weigh out they were getting mad at one point because they don't do union but they had to give people overtime and yeah, they were like yeah. we're not paying overtime <laughs> you know they're like a yeah. terrible construction boss like uh-uh, yeah, send it, the guys it, home. It I,
1: I felt bad for a lot of those guys because they would just hammer them so that they wouldn't have to go into overtime but uh yeah, yeah, yeah long days really long days and and you know us being us like you finish work well you want to drink you know especially yeah. with your- friends that you live in a house with and what a And usually
0: they want to help that the producers are happy to help with you drinking am I wrong
1: Oh my god I've never drank so much alcohol in my life and that's saying a lot coming from me because I do vibe. and have been, you know,
0: I've seen I've seen you uh well you know I've never seen you trash we've had some great Li- so.
1: <laughs> you liar you definitely have I appreciate you trying to well, say
0: it. you kept it together very well then how about that? You must have been trapped, trashed, and it was like, you know what I mean? Secret trashed.
1: Right.
0: Like, like the kind of gotta lean in and be like, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I know that you've had some rough mornings to mm-hmm. where I like, oh, last night was rough on you. I see that you're dragging your ass in here. Yeah, we do yep. conventions together. I guess I should say that, but I think most people probably listen know that that's kind of our thing, is yeah, doing these I- conventions.
1: I- I think a lot of people get a little confused, though, and think like we all just like hang out together and like know each other. You know what I mean? Like it's like across the city. I'm just going to go over and see this person. But it's like, no, dude, like we go to work outside of work to work (laughs) with these people that we used to work with. And that's uh, that's a convention.
0: And it's pretty fucking awesome. I think (laughs) one of the best things about Ink Masters, uh, tell me if I'm right or wrong or or if you agree, but is the casting oh yeah they did a great job casting
1: yeah it's pretty wild the um the variety of people that they can pull onto uh you know one season it's (laughs) it's it's fun
0: you get are they generally all all, in my experience all of them are interesting i'm i'm kind of blessed this podcast thing kind of i can just exploit my friends who are already <laughs> vetted by a national <laughs> process you know of looking for the most interesting tattoo artists that there
1: are that's too funny it's true totally true
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's why i got you on girl
1: hey okay. so
0: what do we do you got some hate from your uh ex- exposure though you're you, fr- oh. from exactly what you wanted people didn't see through it huh? they were kind of they thought that was you.
1: People still do. I ju- I just got some shitty messages like yesterday. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> I started I've started posting them online because uh, my fans really come out of the woodwork and support, and new people that haven't been following me tend to start following me, which is really cool. Um, yes. So that's kind of rewarding. But for a really long time, especially when the show was airing here in the United States um it it was bad like I had some of the most atrocious things said to me um <laughs> over the internet of course because that's where it's safe to say dangerous things to people right, but right. um but yeah really really bad at one point and way more dick pics than anybody ever needs to have ever
0: really I've yeah. gotten none well I don't know candy pretty much handles all of everything so <laughs> like I, th- I think Candy told me there was a couple of girls that were sending some kind of, you know, racy photos or whatnot. Woo-hoo! I think I even made a message at one point. I'm like, if you were trying to get an appointment with me by the because people will do that to get an appointment. So they'll be like, look at I'm huh? Right,
1: right, <laughs> right.
0: But I'm like, my wife sets up those appointments. She's running through all my email. I'm I'm too lazy myself. I I'd like to have a better excuse, but I'm too lazy. You're probably better off. And I I'm gonna bite my ass for saying this in there you're probably better off center of dick pics though really <laughs> you, you know you're gonna get further with it now i'm gonna be like am I looking at why the fuck so many dick pics god damn it caddy what the fuck you doing Poor now Candy. i'm gonna get all suspect <laughs> um and it's all my fault look at i'm putting i'm, I'm feeding that beast but it, to me there's an irony there i didn't get so many though not enough that you would you know you got well it's guys i guess huh yeah, they're stupid. <laughs> well, come on. I'm a no, guy. I'm super smart. It's That's stupid. why I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't keep a straight face saying that.
1: It's um, not often,
0: right? <laughs> right. Well, you're a bit of a feminist. Oh,
1: just I, I mean, right? just a little. Is
0: it maybe. mostly because you're feminine?
1: Um maybe, I don't know. <laughs> would Probably. you be as
0: much of a feminist if you were a man?
1: Probably so <laughs> so not. I guess that's granted. <laughs> I would hope I would be. I would hope I, yeah.
0: I would be. Well, your your oh, husband and I'm guessing he's a bit of a.
1: Oh, he totally. Yeah, he vibes with women. Well, he was raised with women by women. His sister, you know, me. So his, his, <laughs> his <life laughs> raised is. by. He, let's talk
0: about what you're going to make it sound like you guys are brother and sister. Careful, you no, know they're no, Let's talk about your 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 husband of whom I love. Danny Borneo. Yeah.
1: He sends his love to wild man. Danny Borneo, king of uh, sideshow over there.
0: Yes, I've seen him staple. Um, well, not just dollar bills. I don't know if he put a hundred dollar bill. I know he usually tries to get it, but his nutsack to his legs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> staple dollar bills to him. Yeah. Danny performed in the sideshow act.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what was the name? Old they're, City. They're, Old City. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Really, I can't even describe it, what, yeah, what Danny does.
1: It's funny that I get to tell people that, you know, I'm, I'm married to a, a sideshow performer that, um, you know, because that's entertaining all on its own, because I'm the tattoo artist. He's a sideshow performer, circus, ha ha ha. But my uh, previous life uh, before Danny, um, I was married to a uh, rocket scientist, so that was funny, too. So it's somehow I keep like amping up <laughs> the hilarity of my um, my partner's right, job, uh, career. A
0: rocket scientist. I was not aware of that. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. you were married before.
1: Oh, my God. Danny's my third husband. You kidding?
0: Oh, my God. Woman, <laughs> you feminist. <laughs> when you say third, do you mean final? Of You're going to be wearing fucking. uh. They should have put you in the overalls. instead of Chris Blinston you're going to be (laughs) you're going to be like Carol Baskins at one point in your life
1: (laughs) just running through
0: men (laughs) I guess you didn't go through so many well that I mean this is your last I'm going to say it I'm putting the stomp on it no more I like this one the most the other ones you know what they were so dry to me it's like I don't even know them right (laughs) (laughs) Explain to me what your impressions were of the contestants that you had. You know, I mean, you get there your first day, you're hanging out. You said you're having fun. Yeah. Um, and you also recognize that, that you were not at the level that some of them were. Who was the person that you thought was the best?
1: Um, when I first got there, I just assumed because they had come back from the previous season that um, Josh and Jason were the top notch of our group. Um, just, just from that first day, right off the rip. Um, after that, it leaned a lot more towards some of the other people. Um, Taisha reels is a fucking incredible.
0: (laughs) She's pretty fucking up.
1: She is solid as hell. And it blows my mind every time I see her stuff online. Um, uh, Eric was really good. Um, I'm trying to run Mm. through my mind right now. Obviously Mark Longnecker's stuff is really cool. It's very different. And it's you know very much his style, but it's fucking cool, man. Like when you so- get
0: to Cocoa Beach, I feel like it all makes. I always kind of was just. But am in Michigan. Yeah, you know, I look at his stuff. I'm like, it's kind of, it's different. It's kind of wacky. is the way I yeah. would describe yeah. it. Before it, I go to Co. When I get to Co. Uh, in infl- you're like, oh, hmm yeah.
1: It all just starts
0: it's, to kind of make sense. Surfing, yeah, surfing skulls. I get
1: it. <laughs> yeah it's a florida thing. yeah it's a uh,
0: trappy style is what he called it calls yeah, it it's style some of the best times of my life were in cocoa but like if the best shop i've ever worked at yeah. I, yeah we woke up or we we would tattoo all day but no we wouldn't say we wake up we wake up at like i don't know five o'clock six o'clock in the morning we're out surfing by like five thirty six o'clock right um yeah. we're surfing right until it's time to open up the shop you know, yeah. you go and you clean up, and then you open up the shop. You do a couple of tattoos, you know, and then you go and drink and eat dinner, and yeah. then somehow you wake up like with only three to four hours of sleep. You're not hungover, and he's making you do yoga on the beach, and yeah. you're going out in the fucking day. <laughs> but you were there with Mark. Was Mark? Were you guys doing yoga with him?
1: Um, Mark did a lot of yoga. I was. I was drunk a lot, so uh, waking up early in the morning doing yoga was not top of my things to do list. Um, but no, and I remember Mark doing a lot of yoga and obviously still does. He slays with that shit.
0: He wanted me to ask um, Josh if he was still doing yoga and I never got around to it because I'm a terrible okay. host.
1: <laughs> I think you're doing great.
0: OK, right on. Good. Then take that, Mark. <laughs> But you get there and you figure now you start to see people that that you think are better than than you are does that make you amp your character up you figure what
1: um, what, what happens yeah. next I mean like you you definitely get kind of a high off of like the producers being excited about what you're doing and what so, you
0: say yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and they're putting you in more scenes and there's more camera time. Like they they amped us up. You definitely really notice often. it. Yeah, yeah, because they amped it's us a up. Good really puppy.
0: Often.
1: When we had, we were at uh two two weeks in or so, we did Media Day, and they pulled us aside and they were like, Look, we showed like the first two weeks worth of footage to our sponsors, and they kicked down like another two mil for production and shit. And <laughs> Pretty big deal, evidently, because they were all fucking excited. I mean, two million dollars <laughs> like a lot to us, so we're fucking know the Fuck
0: it is. but <laughs> oh, that means that did you see new people get hired after that too?
1: Oh god, yeah. Oh, it was wild. Oh, like I've, everything just like tripled in size, and like it extremism. It seemed like, and like, and I'm sure a lot of it was already pre-planned and didn't change that much but you could tell there was so much more hands-on they were never like searching for a producer to take you somewhere or you know just uh you know waiting on people to drive like like it was things were happening a lot faster i think
0: in our time each producer had like three to four people at least and as they would leave they would sometimes pick up other people Mm -hmm. um and then sometimes they would they would also of course eventually just be like you and one producer on most
1: right one producer right.
0: Or two people cuz these people are leaving they okay. kept those producers on generally um did was it the same ratio of producers to actors or was it like you had your producer
1: oh no 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 no, no. they they had us in multiples for sure like the okay. the lead producers um were pretty much the same through it from what i remember I was there for two thirds of filming, so what from what I remember it was all the same people, but I don't really know for sure. So but I remember like a lot of like like peons, you know what I mean? Like the smaller guys <laughs> running around with like sodas and, and bags of chips and you know okay.
0: whatever, they got shoes. a lot more assistance for them. Yeah, dude, all of, of a sudden there
1: was like ten times more of these little people running around. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, okay, take my shoes. Where the fuck are you taking them? Who are you? <laughs> it was weird
0: what was how was it like getting used to living in the house and things like that because i know it's it's awkward right they come up and they're like oh no that shirt we need it we need your yeah. shirt and then I... then they store it and you're like well are you gonna wash it <laughs> what are you What are you gonna do with that you got some febreze bro? Uh, like i was rough to that shirt today man it was 16 hours we did a challenge you had me sweating ass up in there when they're fucking judging me that all happened today you know that right yes just we can't tell you why for us it was hugh jackman was coming back which i missed
1: i thought that was cool
0: did who'd you guys get to
1: meet um that joe god i don't even remember how to say his name mantoya Montanoya. i don't know what his fucking name is but the guy that was on uh true blood he was the werewolf oh okay I don't know.
0: The big, tall, sexy one or, or yeah. the littler guy? Okay. Yeah, cool.
1: they even have like this whole clip. <laughs> I say, cool, like, good. You got to meet
0: the sexy one. At least.
1: It, well, that's, they have a clip of me being like, oh, he's such a sexy beast. Like, bitch, they like begged me to fucking say that. It was so stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah, are you serious?
1: <laughs> yeah, they were like, come on, we just, isn't he hot? Don't you think he's sexy? I was like, oh, yeah, he's a sexy beast. And they just, like it was dumb Yeah. <laughs> the- I
0: love it i love it but they're crafted they're they're making a show uh somehow you were kind of their fodder you know <laughs> but yeah i, I think it, I, oh. I kind of came to a realization too that i wasn't gonna win for sure you know and yeah i think everybody probably has to have that idea in their head especially if we, you you come there and you see like a jimmy Litwalk, you know um kelly Dottie, i could she wasn't on your season though, was she
1: no God, I love her work though. She's you so talented.
0: shit my pants. She was there. I said, all right, I'm have to. And, and, and you want to still be remembered? There is no. And and at one point, these producers are coming up and reminding you all the time. Hey, you got to be remembered.
1: Right.
0: How was it? I know you got hate for it. Was it hard to turn that into understanding?
1: it was kind of interesting because when when it was airing in the u.s like the hate was like super strong right like death threats and crazy shit and then like once the finale ended our season and people kind of petered off it kind of like let up a little bit which was really great but then like you could tell when it was hitting a new country because okay. like all of us <laughs> yeah. start getting like all of these shitty remarks in Italian. And then like a week later <laughs> it became, like, you know, Swedish or something. Like it was weird. But um I'll tell you where I'm a fucking hero and they uh-huh. love me is the yes. Netherlands. Are you serious? Sure yes, dude. They fucking loved me. It was awesome. I had, I I love the Netherlands. I can't wait to have back.
0: you back. Okay, like, I have, right
1: uh, Penny and I actually got uh engaged in, out in Das Haas.
0: Okay. Yeah. Which sounds like a concert venue or something.
1: It should. It's uh, a whole city. Or a band. <laughs> but it's beautiful.
0: Well, that's, that's, a uh, don't know, almost surprising. Yeah, I don't know
1: was- why. Um, so basically, their TV over there, um, Spike TV at that point, only showed uh, UFC and Ink Mask. It showed absolutely nothing else. So they and would. So- wait-
0: but they liked your character too, you're saying,
1: right? Oh, oh, they loved my character. But these they literally like lived off of our TV shows for Did
0: like, you get any forever. people that were like I mean, because your character also, some guys are into that a lot. <laughs> Did you get that yeah. too? Like, dominate yeah.
1: me. Yeah. I mean, like, not as many as I would like. I could say that.
0: But not um, <laughs> as many as you would like. They're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, new job. <laughs> I'm going to crush some testicles. That's what I do. The feminazi that loves crushing testicles.
1: It's really, you know, it's probably the route I should have taken post show is just like set up that whole dom thing. But double
0: down do on it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Should have. You, you
0: didn't get interest from that or you did? Not nearly I, enough.
1: I probably did. It's it's like the sex shit doesn't stand out in your mind as much as like death threats do. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think I got any of those. Oh, Candy would maybe I, she wouldn't tell me either.
1: People really just did not like me. Like, why was I so mean? Why are you such a bitch? Like, cause I'm on a TV show. are
0: you not entertained?
1: <laughs> Thank you. Do, do you,
0: you do you have a? I know I just saw your new uh, banner that you're putting up which is pretty <laughs> hilarious where Aaron's floating away in the dust and you just beat that competition um I love it. <laughs> no I saw your new banner um yeah we're we're we, which is awesome it's actually got me brain farting on it it is literally Aaron is generally standing there next to you as your promo spot but To remind people, one, of you, of course, and then to help them forget, I guess, about Aaron. He's blown away in the dust. There's just his red legs left.
1: Thanos disaster. People,
0: (laughs) I mean, do you want, I I feel like, um I don't know that I did any of it for entertainment. I think I felt like I did a lot of it just because, you know what, yeah, no, I did. I remember thinking hey, they really want this from me. And if they're telling a storyline, I'm seeing it. I see what they're doing. You know, I can't get any uh, any love from the judges, any, even when it's deserved. I get that. Well, how does how does the people that are, you know, chilling at home watching me and they're my fans, like they're saying, you know, hey, Kyle, you're going to, you know, the story is what people are buying. How are they gonna like it? How do they want this story to end? And I was like, man, I don't see why they don't want me to beat this little fucker, I think <laughs> pretty sure that's what they're gonna want. I mean, exactly if I were watching this, this is what I would want.
1: Exactly what did, I would want. To see.
0: <laughs> and you put yourself there, did it as well.
1: Probably should have done that more, and I probably would have stormed off of scenes less. <laughs> I, I stormed right on. off. A lot- it was embarrassing. I just like ran out of shit to yell at people.
0: <laughs> it was, it, was it more that than anything else?
1: <laughs> oh, totally, dude. I just ran out of shit to say it. I didn't know how to end it. So I just yeah. out of power going
0: here. back to the Jägermeister Who was your guys' <laughs> sponsor? Ours was Jägermeister on season three, but uh we didn't have really? one in four. Did you have an alcohol sponsor?
1: I don't know if we did, but I know we drank a lot of Jack. I right don't. A lot of Jack, a lot of Jameson. But I don't know if they were actual sponsors. <laughs> Probably not. I think Taco Bell. Was ins- yeah,
0: Taco Bell was a sponsor. Dear, Taco Bell. How much did Dave love doing the I-, I remember it was like the one time I've seen him flustered. He was an actor of the highest sense at any point when he was in front of that camera, except when he started cutting commercials for shit he didn't eat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, I wouldn't be caught dead eating one of these fucking burritos man. can you imagine he gets mad when the waiter has his thumb on the plate which actually (laughs) i I look for now and i'm like i get it that completely is kind of disgusting man you know i'm gonna eat off of that right like how many plates you serving what you just do with your thumb i don't know he gets mad about that i've overheard him in conversation saying so can you imagine how he's gonna go ahead and take a a seven layer burrito
1: (laughs) (laughs) they really tried to keep us as secluded from those guys as possible um just so i guess you know because of favorites and favoritism and all that kind of bullshit but um basically the entire time uh dave was uh texting aaron so like
0: (laughs) (laughs) i've heard this aaron talks about he was like asking him what he was gonna wear and shit right
1: yeah i mean it got kind of you know it got very dave at one point and i guess very sexual
0: did he ask for dick pics
1: uh i that i don't know i do not know that I, i all i'm gonna say is it got very dave and um you know it was funny he never like really revealed anything he mostly just made fun of shit and other people's tattoos from the day like i remember somebody chris i think chris did um a Jesus, yeah, it was the Jesus portraits, and Chris's looked like the uh uh fuck, the Burger King mascot, and it was okay. like dude, dopey as fuck. It was either him or Mark, but I'm pretty sure it was Chris, and he just like kept sending Aaron like the Burger King guy, like all like, all night, just, like random pictures
0: <laughs> and, gifts and shit. Real professional, Dave. I well, Dave. Well, what about the um? fiasco with josh he smoked weed but he also had a phone that many people thought and he was communicating with the judges during events and stuff many people thought that was the cheating how'd you feel
1: um so i didn't find out about the phone until well like i knew that he had a phone with him while we were filming that he wasn't supposed to have like i found out like probably one of the last two or three episodes I was on, but I never put two and two together that he was actually using it like for reference and shit, because I don't know if I'm just like naive as fuck or what my problem is, but (laughs) I never put that together. So later on, like literally years later when I heard that he had been cheating using a phone, I distinctly remember like the episode I got kicked off on when we were sitting out on that pig farm, and he was sitting with his legs crossed and, like, uh, you know, a giant yeah. thing on his lap, like, uh, uh, you know, had a paper or whatever, and it was really big and it like covered his entire lap. And he's a tall guy, so it's like, you know, a really big lap. So, and I remember yeah. looking at him, and he's like, not looking at the paper, he's like, looking at his dick. <laughs> How high is he right now? Why is he- <laughs> And it, and it didn't you know ever dawn on me until you know like on i think i think taisha told me i can't remember yeah told i feel talked.
0: like i saw that in the um i don't know where i seen that but i feel like i saw him sitting down i mean obviously i, I must have watched some of this i know i, I watched that- one episode where with mark Did, yeah. was that with uh who was the guest judge on this, if you recall uh,
1: on what one which episode
0: the one where he is sitting down for the flash challenge out in the, against oh, a, a wall, It was right? uh, uh, to, uh,
1: Tommy Montoya, Montana, Montoya? Montoya. Okay.
0: Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, dude, that yeah. guy's entertaining. I like
1: him.
0: That dude sucks. Uh, Fuck that, dude. He's a pain in my ass. He's I'm a sure pain in ass. No, most people, I, I don't know a single Ink Master that felt the same way, or, you know, contestant that felt the same way that I did, but I, I thought he was cool. And he came yeah. in and he, like, actually gave me a lot of hope. Because, yeah. uh, you know, they came in riding on my ass and I still look back at the tattoo and I'm like, it ain't bad. Like, if you like horror, and I do, then mm-hmm. that eyeball with a scalpel in it, it could be worse. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> uh, sure. But he's he was helping me go through it because I was, we were at a really shitty point, you know, where you start uh, guessing, second guessing all your choices mm-hmm. in your tattoo. <laughs> and it's just like. Bloodlines and stuff, and you're like, I think it's gonna turn out. And all the judges come in, like at that point where it's just a mess of nothing, <laughs> you know. And I'm, oh. I think I had like two hours to start pulling it into something. And he was like, No, man, you're all right. A lot of these other tattoos, I mean, I probably shouldn't tell you, but a lot of these other tattoos aren't doing even this good. You still can make this into something, you know, man. You got the ability. I mean, you're here because you're a reason, right? So you know that. <laughs>
1: Uh,
0: I found <laughs> it, 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 him. We spent a lot of the time actually. Um, Maddie Hickson just kept making fun of it. like he did a uh, pretty decent impersonation. And that's I'm more doing an impersonation of Maddie doing an impersonation of Tony <laughs> because he started. Um, we it was just a time we needed some comic relief. And Maddie's a comedian, you know, he oh, really yeah. is. So he get comment on farts, it seems like. He started judging farts. I, <laughs> it wasn't funny. <laughs> like, in, in, in my head now, I'm like, that's not, that's like, what, what are you, 13? But it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. We were waiting for sushi all goddamn day. I don't know who even makes sushi at 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, we didn't get that shit till way late. We felt like they were fucking with us because we're all hungry. I'm like, no, man. They said they were going to get us sushi. We're going to stay up for goddamn sushi, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And then he starts cutting up jokes because somebody farted, you know, because I, I probably general J. <laughs> and then he starts being, I don't even think that fart was that good, man. <laughs> like, really, if you were trying to be passionate about your fart, you wouldn't have done it so easy like that. You would have set it up with more, you know, passion. And, and it, it went on for like an hour cracking us <laughs> up. But, but, but definitely- it's sometimes like that. I think, uh, you know, I know you got to feel this, too. Sometimes the house all feels a way yeah. <laughs> like there's a there's a the, and the competition makes it worse. So people watch uh, our show and they imagine that I really hate people. They imagine that you really think poorly about everybody's tattoos. Right. They, right. They, and they're maybe missing some of it, like the competition itself can do a lot of that really like i didn't care for um mystical while i had to work with him he was a pain in my ass yeah i love the guy he's he is an entertainment value to me uh his uniqueness i love it uh sometimes i gotta tell him stop being so fucking weird you know but (laughs) when i do he does so how mad can I be a, but like, come on, man. And really, to be honest, do I really want him to stop being that weird? Not no,
1: really. the guy's a sweetheart.
0: He is. He uh, he used to like um, get on. He would perch on things like you're all just yeah. chilling, you know, and yeah. he would perch like a fucking gargoyle on some post or something and wearing a trench coat and these big three foot fucking platforms. And we were like, are you kidding me? Actually, one of the producers. Like made him get down. And really, <laughs> why? Like it was just bothering right, her the most. Right. Though. <laughs> She's like, Why are we get down? And he's like, What? Why? It's like I'm it was a hot day, he was out in the sun and all that black. And you're like, you oh, know, if he wants to be dead.
1: Right. Leave the man. What's he hurt? Yeah,
0: if he's turning into a gargoyle for us it's probably good omens. But oh, yeah, okay. working with him sets up a whole different dynamic.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I'll tell you a funny story really quick. Um, so when we first got there, like, uh, you know, clean rock, he doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't do nothing. Right. So straight edge baby. Yeah. And so we'd all be out on the back porch or, the, you know, the patio deal down there, uh, drinking until whatever in the morning. And uh, he'd be painting until whatever in the morning, like up in the house, at the table and whatnot. And so I really didn't know him very well, like for the first week, even two, he was really quiet he talked to some people, but you know, not everybody. And, uh, one morning, you know, it's wheels up in like 15 minutes. Everybody's just kind of meandering around and, and he's sitting on the couch by himself and I'm kind of like just standing there minding my own business, whatever. And I hear him. And he's like looking at his phone and he's like, Oh baby. Oh, look at you. Oh yeah. And I'm like, God, he's a (laughs) pervert. What is this?" and dude, so my like gotta fucking know everything. Ass, like real sneaky slides up behind. Little uh, no nose trouble. Over. Okay, what'd girl, you see? It was the fattest little pit bull puppy you ever saw in your life. <laughs>
0: That's
1: what he was looking at. I was like, okay, we can be friends. So <laughs> love that. Man.
0: Clean is pretty. I um very honest.
1: Yes, brutally so. Sometimes
0: asshole-ish honest. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Is that brutally? Yeah, he's an asshole about it. Very honest. Like, I don't think he's going to tell you if he likes your tattoo if he doesn't like your tattoo, you know? Oh, totally. I don't know how he would deal with seeing an ugly baby, kind of. You know? (laughs) I don't think he's going to tell you it's ugly, but he definitely ain't going to try and be like, I love them shoes. (laughs) Like, people try, oh, look at the bow. That's such a cute bow. (laughs) you got you got him all dressed up cute today don't you because he's not he's an ugly little fucker <laughs> <laughs> he looks like all the worst parts of the two of you squished together and then turned into
1: baby form. but then anyway. he'd he kissed by you he loves you
0: <laughs> well I don't think he would say I mean I think he would probably actually just shut up I don't think he's bad about it you know what I mean
1: no but he definitely
0: ain't gonna sit there and um and uh play some kind of kiss your ass game just so that you can feel happy
1: so true so true
0: good business owner have you ever worked for him
1: no i haven't i've not had that privilege but um just watching his empire expand over the years past what seven years now that i've known him it's it's impressive man the the guy really knows that he's
0: He's got a whole compound now out there in like Mm -hmm. illinois right like i'm waiting for it to come up and even just be like i'm starting militia fuck it
1: (laughs) (laughs) I join. I drink clean militia. Would you join clean militia?
0: You don't strike me as the militia type.
1: I'm, de- right I'm not. I'm definitely not. Mm-hmm. However, it's it's clean.
0: So. Right. Do you already know how to shoot
1: guns? Do I? Yeah. I've shot one bullet in my entire life. <laughs> right on. Scared the shit out of me.
0: Time to learn. Let's go to Illinois. At any rate, uh, what's what's been new? What's good
1: um i have been working at the same shop now for seven years so that's not oh, good handy. stuck in a rut gotta love that you know i work for my best friend so it's like the easiest job that i've or easiest place to do my job that i've ever had so why fuck with a bad thing or you know a good thing but yes. um i uh i'm booked out a couple of months which is exciting um just Have you seen more, your
0: tattoos improve after uh, Ink Master?
1: I, God, yes.
0: Do you think there was a, that Ink Master was any impetus there? You th- how did it help?
1: Um, I've met so many tattoo artists since Ink Master, because, like, obviously we do the conventions and, like, mm-hmm. we, you know, travel the world during these conventions and, like, it's... I've, I've had to have met millions of people at this point. You know what I mean? Like, some, so many different influences. And and uh, and I think, honestly, being in my shop where I'm at has definitely helped me, too, a solid seven years. Um, just because I, d- I don't have to worry about, you know, it, is my shitty boss going to pay me? I don't have to worry about... Are the lights going to be on, you know, like right. because shops really struggle with that. And I've definitely worked in that shop before. One um, well, benefit
0: shop- you get from that, too. It's got to be huge, really, is when you're in the same place for seven years, you see what that tattoo looks like seven years later.
1: Definitely. I I have clients that I've been tattooing for almost a decade now, like consistently and their families and their kids and in, and in Florida.
0: Florida.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: How's that treat your colors? What do you do?
1: Oh, uh, I just I, you know, me personally, I don't do anything so I'm a terrible human. Um but I, <laughs> I as long as you're putting some kind of SPF on there, you know, that's all you can do. The sun's there, it's not gonna change right.
0: Well, do you change your tattoos? Like I, I as a result, unless I'm in Norway or something, I'm just like, Hey, if you like the sun at all, let's do a black and gray tattoo. Let's- oh
1: dude, I always try to convince people to do black and gray. I fucking hate getting color. <laughs>
0: Is that because you're lazy? Is that why why do you hate color?
1: Probably kind of because it's not like I'm bad or struggle with it, but it's just so fucking messy. It takes so much longer to do anything.
0: I feel that. I definitely feel that. Uh, I I like black and gray for this for the purpose, too, of course, that uh, orange, red. Yeah, like if that's in Florida, Mm. white, (laughs) don't. Don't even worry about it. You know, those things are gone after a couple of years. I did a portrait of Bob Probert on a good, my, one, my best friend, actually, uh, Brandon Maholan. Shout out to you, brother. Uh, and we put a Bob Probert on him, and he rides motorcycle like 365 days out of the year. Yeah. <laughs> it's right yeah. there on his forearm. Yeah. So, every time I see it, I'm like a little less colors in there, you know. We've touched it up already three times. Funny. But yeah. that's what you learn from being in the same place for so.
1: Right. it's you know it's interesting because even for people that aren't local they just you know they keep coming back because grandma and grandpa have a house down here or because they got a really good tattoo seven years ago and so every spring break they use the tax money to come down and get another tattoo it's wild man i love it I love working at my shop i work at foolish pride too
0: yeah we that should happens. probably give it yeah hey <laughs> and how do we watch you on instagrams there uh how do we follow you there what's your uh
1: it's 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 just at emily elegato you just have to remember how to spell my name
0: (laughs) and don't put an extra d in there
1: don't don't put an extra d in there don't belong
0: she's too much of a feminist to have a d i don't know maybe no as a feminist don't you kind of mandatory need one i I mean i
1: got one already i'm I'm good with one
0: (laughs) right on just to (laughs) open the doors for you right
1: (laughs) right kick them open
0: (laughs) so you've worked at foolish pride Mm-hmm. You've worked there for seven years, even before Ink Master. Was it yeah. only that long ago you've been on? I guess, I guess, yeah, your season was after mine. Yeah. So it's going to be a different amount of time, isn't it?
1: It is. That is how time works. Yes, maybe. I feel
0: so freaking old about this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm going to be like Al Flicks. I'm going to be Grandpa OG soon.
1: I, you know what? Mm-hmm. I have. No problem with being fucking OG Ink Master. It cracks me up, dude. How like different it is from like the kids that were just on it, like the like season 12. 12?
0: Did oh, you watch?
1: fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, I haven't watched any.
0: I did. I've seen. They're really getting some talented, talented people on now. Possibly.
1: There's- yeah, like I saw. I, I don't. Still f- Master, so I still see like the updates and see all the new kids and and their work and there are some stupid talented kids like Kelly Dottie. I mean, my God, she's yeah. an amazing talent.
0: Yeah, guy. God, I, I don't. I honestly, I feel like I would be so scared. I went on season three, and I mean, I I really was like I was looking. and I'm like, I actually, I'm I'm as good as these guys. I really feel like that. Like in in especially when we're applying it across many different genres you know i'm as mm-hmm. good as these guys i feel like i'm in good competition i came back on season four and uh impartially my fault i invited halo <laughs> i told them to come on but <laughs> then i was like man these guys are are better than me you know like i'm really having to up my game to compete yeah. meanwhile these judges are fucking shitting on me um ink mistress <laughs> yeah you still
1: um. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, forever, right?
0: And, uh, yes, I imagine.
1: It's better than the Wicked Witch of Inkmasters, what they called me all fucking season. Who did? The, my Uh Everybody on the show.
0: Just the contestants?
1: Yeah, the contestants. I'm sure a couple producers of producers uh, too, probably producers behind your back. It <laughs> probably started with the producers.
0: Oh, yeah. It's not, you feel like that's their job. Is like they're the kid in high school that was going around starting fights.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Did you hear what he said? No, oh. no, it was about your mother. <laughs> no, it was about your girlfriend. He said that he had a chance, you know, uh, and, and then just going to the other person. I don't know, man. He said he'd be at seven o'clock. So these true. producers, God I, bless I
1: remember him. one of the arguments we had on on camera and it was it was pretty heated. I won't I won't point out which one because I like to leave a little mystery to the whole entertainment value of it. Um, but uh,
0: are you I, not entertained? Yes,
1: uh, But uh, we I went off camera and they were still filming other people. And uh, one of the producers came up to me and just so quietly whispered in my ear, "You're a fucking psychopath," and I. just... <laughs> Smiled because what
0: the fuck did he even say to them? <laughs> I don't know. Is that accomplished? She meant it as one, <laughs> didn't she? It is a funny realization, I think. Uh, you know, like I don't know, Wizard of Oz, like a man behind the curtain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You went back on for a redemption. Am Two I wrong? Two of them, yeah. Does it feel more uh, like the man behind the curtain there? Does it feel less like it? How'd you How'd you fare?
1: Um, the first time I went back on was when I went on with Angel, um, and I don't think that we knew that we were both going to be there. Um, I think they sprung that on us, and I think that instant jolt just kind of, like, sent me right back into that headspace of being on our season and being, like, well, I was all the time when it came to the actual artwork and just wanting to run my mouth for no other reason, but to be heard on camera. I like immediately <laughs> processed back into it. Um, but <laughs> when I came back there for the second time, I don't know. It was like, it was just a lot different. Um, and then when it aired. Were you
0: more prepared? Like, cause you-
1: Mentally maybe.
0: I know what you mean when I got there I I started feeling anxiety from prior show you know just the same set familiar faces you're trying to get at ease because you're like well this is the second home to me I should be comfortable right and you're not you just keep getting worse almost
1: yeah yeah it's uh it was weird because and like when we filmed the first one Like, you know, obviously it was me and Angel, so there's tons of me and Angel, like, filming together. And I just assumed that they were going to cut my episode with some other people in Redemption, like, that just weren't around me. And they gave me the whole fucking episode to myself. Dude, that was such a Mm -hmm. feather in my cap. And honest to Christ, since that episode aired, like, my career went so much more smoothly. Before that, I was really struggling as an artist to maintain clients because people just saw this crazy bitch on TV and they didn't think they could relate to me or get tattooed by me or stand me. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. um, after redemption, the second one, it it really just rocketed my career into the trajectory that I wanted all along. So to show that I can tattoo and and the whole
0: reason you went on there. Right, right. That's awesome. I did not get the same experience, but I don't know how people felt my redemption. I just went right back into, like, I think they want me to fight. Actually, I knew they did because of who they brought out. I'm like, why can't you guys be cool? (laughs) I even told them the behind story about the guy, you know, and they're like, like why I don't want to, you know, tattoo him and why if Mm -hmm. I do tattoo him, I will feel like a bitch. And there is no redemption as a bitch. Yeah. So fuck you.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyways.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: <laughs> we think about moving. What You're not originally from Florida. You moved no, down there, um,
1: right? Yeah, I actually grew up in Wisconsin.
0: And didn't Aaron actually invite you down of some sort?
1: Um. No, I... I met Aaron through my mentor. He had met him at a convention. They became friends. We were doing uh the Chillicothe Easy Rider Rodeo. And okay, yeah. uh, and so he invited Aaron and this other dipshit, I can't remember his name right now, um, to go with us to this convention and, and it's a whole camp outside type bullshit, whatever. If you know anything yeah, about Doctor Bless
0: me used to do the you know, be there, am I wrong?
1: i don't know about that they they basically had all the tattoo artists like in like one of the barns because it's just out of fair okay out of right. middle of nowhere in Chillicothe. but um so i don't remember him being he, he could have been fuck i have no idea
0: i'm pretty sure he was the voice of that for several years because they're, yeah. they're not doing it anymore are they
1: i couldn't tell you it's been oh my god well, that was when I first met Aaron. So it was that probably 15, 16 years ago.
0: Right on. So. But Aaron didn't invite you down. This other guy. Uh, well, well, how did it go?
1: Uh, I, I ended up in Florida when I got married to my first husband. Um, he was the rocket uh, scientist. No, no. That's the second one. The first one <laughs> <laughs> The first one uh, was in the Air Force and he got stationed okay. um, down in Florida And, uh, we didn't, we didn't last very long. And then, uh, I ended up with husband number two and ended up from Florida. Yeah. He was from Florida. Yeah,
0: Yeah. And you, you had stayed then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, fell in love love with the weather. Yeah. I've been living down here for 18 years now. Oh, good Lord. Yeah.
0: It's nice. It gets hot. It gets hot down there.
1: I don't mind it, man. It's healthy to sweat.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So. I thought I, I was pretty sure that Aaron was under the impression too. So I looked forward to asking him.
1: Yeah, no. So Aaron, fight her down. Aaron, mm-hmm. Aaron um, and I lost track of each other. Cause like I lived in, I moved to South Carolina for two years after I split up with uh dipshit number two. And I was working there minding my own fucking business. And then like, all of a sudden I got this text message and it was like, hey, my name's so-and-so and I'm a producer on Inkmaster, Master and we saw your work. And we really want to have you on the show. Give me a call. Here's my number. And I was like, well, that's fucking stupid because it is April 2nd and you are a day late and a dollar short on this April Fool's joke. So fuck off. So I just <laughs> kind of, like, thought it was a joke. <laughs> I did. I really did. And then like, I started thinking about it like the next day and I was like, well, what if? So I looked her up on LinkedIn. Yeah,
0: they probably didn't send it on April 1st for that purpose
1: probably so that you
0: wouldn't have have that opinion
1: (laughs) yeah good of them to have a wherewithal to think ahead but yeah i looked her up on linkedin and sure shit it was you know season one two three four so um i called her up and she was like i was like how how did you even find me what is this i was like people usually have to apply a thousand times to get recognized by you guys and she's like yeah well it's a rivals thing and we picked this dude and he says that you're his rival and i was like well, who the fuck is this and she's like his name is aaron is and i was like what the fuck did i ever do to this <laughs> like i haven't talked <laughs> to him in like 10 years or right something. So, rival my ass right right and i'm like and i'm like going through my mind and i'm like did i piss him off did i shit in his weedies what did i do you know so got off the phone with her and i texted him and i just texted wtf and uh thank god right. it was still number because that would have been weird but, <laughs> but I, he, and he just sent back lol and then he called me and he's like you know here's the thing they they want rivals and they wanted a woman and i gave him two names and the one girl didn't want to do it so you were the other name so yeah
0: and yeah. history was made
1: and that's how that happened
0: what was it like your first day on set were you pretty amazed by it how did it feel
1: i was so nervous like gut-wrenching nervous i shook like a leaf the entire time and like being on top of them stupid heels and in that fucking stupid corset like oh i wanted to die
0: <laughs> i think really that super... helped your um i mean your character kind of right
1: <laughs> i mean i'm sure you
0: kind of like robert de niro here you know <laughs> <laughs> getting really into your role like suffering for the craft
1: super meta bro super meta Yeah. So you're not
0: into corsets too often nowadays?
1: Oh, God. No, I wear them to Ren Fair, and that's about it.
0: Was that one of the first... Were those your corsets, or do they buy those outfits?
1: No, them cheap fuckers. Those were all mine. They didn't supply a single corset.
0: But it wasn't something you wore? Did they ask you to wear them?
1: They... Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. they Because they come at you, and they're like, oh, this is the look that we want, so if you have any corsets or silky tops or leopard print or red and you know and you you, didn't
0: realize you could have worked them
1: yeah no idea dude you could have got some wardrobe i yes ma'am the fuck out of those people like
0: did you ever get anything from no dresses no corsets
1: i mean i think they got me like a couple of tops and a pair of pants from h&m and that was it
0: okay i know that some of the girls were finding ways to kind of uh, i mean it wasn't manipulate (laughs) but it was manipulate
1: oh (laughs) and and you know clothing i know that for sure the guys always had new shit different shit and they were they were going out going to the gym and working out going to walmart doing all this shit eating out and like unless you specifically went with them to the gym you didn't get to go anywhere like i wanted right. to get my nails done super basic procedure right you walk into a nail salon sit down they yeah. do your- leave it took everything to convince them <laughs> to let me do this and i had to have like a, a, a were there no
0: other girls anything. that wanted to do that too
1: um well at that point it was me um me taisha and uh squeaky julia and um (laughs) caroline was already gone and i don't really remember squeaks being into getting her nails done um if memory serves me right i don't think that they wanted ty to even if Ty wanted to go so it was like basically just Uh, uh, right
0: so of course harder to mobilize Oh, and dude. the less we can do for the Ink Mistress, the better she's going to respond. Am I wrong too?
1: Oh, do like, knew how to put my buttons, how to stress me out. They, it was easy for them. I, I, I was a pushover. Literally anything that they wanted me to do, I was like, yeah, totally. Step on my fucking dick, no problem. Let's do, do this. Do you dude. wish
0: you didn't? Do you wish you changed that?
1: I wish I would have stood up for myself a lot more to the people that actually mattered in conversations that actually mattered. Um, but you know, you can't let like producers
0: stand yeah. up to producers.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and, you know, some, some people on our, on our season too, there were definitely instances where I just walked away instead of having a very loud conversation. Like I probably should have. So.
0: Oh, okay i know uh jimmy Litwak kind of helped a lot of the people i think on season three fight mm-hmm. against the idea that we had to give these producers anything i know he did for me personally i think he did for other guys yeah. on season four it wasn't there and so yeah. it was it was it was definitely a difference and i seen i you see how like um if it wasn't for Je- jimmy I think I would have because I actually came to him and I was like, man, I just did my first you know, interviews and they kept on saying, you know, hey, say it like this. And it felt right. so nasty because it wouldn't really be what I wanted to say and it wouldn't really be what I meant or even what I felt, yep. you know, but what I would say would be way too long winded. And they're like, listen, never making it. In. We need to get it yep. shorter. How about you say and then you, you say and he said, Kyle, there's, they can't make you yeah and don't don't let them you yeah. know like because if it's wrong that's you know why they're gonna try and use it against you
1: yep And you they did go yeah. into a whole thing and you'll they'll be like well why were you pissed at that person you'll be like well i wasn't even really that pissed because like it makes sense because this this and this and this and this and they're like no just say because so and so was there and i didn't want to start a right party. and i'm like what well, that doesn't have anything to do with what i just <laughs> Blaine. But they're like, yeah, but you should right. just say that. And I
0: was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they they do hundred percent. But you could say that, and then we would have this, and then I could go home.
1: Right. And <laughs> is that's this, too-
0: and it's usually a young girl telling you this too. She's like, she's like twenty years old. hmm She's got different aspirations. She's like, I want to be a director or something someday, or I'm just really looking for a man or something. You know, whatever she is, she's like not impressed by her work. It seems. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> so- think they did that purpose, like they hired people that got bored easily yeah so that while they're listening you know they're like okay this is boring oh all right all right let me say this What well, if you just said i hate this motherfucker
1: i want to stab him in the eye with a pencil oh dude no, i you. had i had producers snap at me like like snap uh-huh. their fingers because i was taking too i was being too long-winded about an explanation i'm like look do you <laughs> want me in something or you don't and then finally you're just so tired of fucking talking about nonsense the same question in 18 different directions, you know, that, that you're just, you just like, what do you feel like
0: when they're, when they're coercing a confession, right? He's <laughs> like, if I, if I give you the answer, can I drink, can I, you know, can I have some water?
1: What, is, what do they call it? Forced confession or whatever?
0: Coerced. Yeah. It yeah. feels, it feels very, you're like, you know, we got it. I was there. I remember one time um, for, I think eight hours
1: oh yeah yeah my exit interview um was almost 12. oh my god
0: your exit interview
1: well like like the whole like to catch up with all of the they all call them interviews i called them interrogations because that's what it
0: It felt different huh
1: far more accurate i think but um but yeah my just to catch up with all the episodes um that you know we were behind or whatever because you only Mm -hmm. reach a certain point you know what i'm talking about right
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. And then then, well, one of the things I think that happens is, is especially if they know you're going to be there for a while, like right. I think they kind of knew that I was going to be there because of my ability or whatever, and they didn't have any desire to push me out yet. Right. Yeah. They wanted to see yeah. me get angry. And so if they know and, and you, they know you're going to want to be there. You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're driving. You know, you're, you're part of the vehicle. Uh, yeah. You're the motor. And yeah. so they you they, they say, well, these guys are going fucking home. And the longer we have to put them in hotel rooms costs us money. I mean, they have to think about it like that, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The longer we have to pay for their airfare, or if we were to have to have them come back, we would pay for airfare back. So it's best for us to get their interviews done quickly. And I was Mm -hmm. always like, man, why are they doing the interviews with like some of the crappier contestants? You know, (laughs) like why? And then, oh, that makes sense. And then, well i think i was three to four weeks before we did episode one they're like yeah. oh, okay now we're at day one and you just met everybody how do you feel and you're like dude that was three fucking weeks ago i know these people yeah like
1: it, it's wild
0: especially by then because you i don't know, I, you have a harder time saying mean stuff about them
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so true honestly it was so easy for them to do to me because they'd be like say something shitty about julia and i'd be like i love squeaky they'd be like yeah but you could be like you know she's cute and all but for working all that and i'm like i wouldn't even say that in like a stretch of reality why like because it to, like, <laughs> sounds insane like some fucking 90s tv show you know like right it it just sounds it doesn't make me
0: look better it makes me look like i'm pushing somebody down so i can look better which means i have a fragile ego that ain't what i'm trying to come off as
1: honestly and then one time they they got a you know because they're people watching on monitors in a far off room or whatever and they get a message in and and they're like oh well you know we need you to um to you know not not make it so acting we need it to be a little more real i'm like but you're feeding me
0: this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what
1: do you? What do you want me to do? Then let <laughs> we need you
0: to you act like this is wow. Well, you deserve an Emmy, then, really.
1: Evidently, because I got a whole bunch of people hook, pine and sinker on this shit.
0: Oh yeah, they, they thank you. I, I, I. I mean, at some point, <laughs> if anybody like you, who do you know from Ink Masters? You guys get like actually, and you go to, you go through the list, and people are like, oh yeah, she was a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. what's she like in real life yeah she's a fucking bitch that's why i tell them
1: people from my season, <laughs> that whole first year that it was airing every time i'd see him at a convention they'd be like dude i am so fucking sick of explaining you to people and i am be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what? They're like, everyone, everyone wants to know about you. Everyone wants to talk about you. They'll be like, oh, you're so and so. You're on season five. What's Emily really like? Is she really a bitch? Tell me more. I'm sick of talking about you. I was like, I'm I-
0: glad that some people, though, got that through them. They obviously realized she couldn't be like, this is her. This is her in high heels.
1: Yeah, you, you think that, but people are stupid, man. They just they yeah. want to live in that pretend reality so bad that at two in the morning, yeah. they'll message me a death threat. <laughs> That's so bad. How they does it
0: matter there. that much to them? how does it matter that much about a TV show that you weren't a part of?
1: <laughs>
0: I I kind of get it. I really appreciate it on some parts because a lot of people do it on my behalf or they imagine on my behalf for Nunez, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. But now I think, too, they're just like, isn't it just what they want to do? Like, I, I I made an impassioned plea at one point to say, hey, guys, on my behalf, no need to go after Nunez. And people were quick to tell me, hey, fuck you, Kyle, because we hated him before you. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, I get it. I'm I'm just your ability there. Like he has a picture of him. I, I, I kind of love this one, really. But it also it made me think this is pretty far. He's got a picture of his feet like at a pool, at a resort, or something like that, sitting by the beach. or we are sitting by the edge of the pool. And it says, Kyle's going to jump out of that water and drag you in by the ankles.
1: <laughs> that fucking
0: <laughs> Like seven years later, his Instagram still has Kyle Dunbar threads.
1: I love it. I mean, the, <laughs> I, I always tell people, you know, keep talking about me. You're still talking about me. It doesn't matter what you have to say. You are still talking about me. So I've won. Mm -hmm. I'm successful. Yay. (laughs) I
0: I think that is um, something that people are, I I don't know if they're all slow to realize. I don't don't know what it is to realize, but I know there's something there. If you, people say, I don't like when someone talks about me on my back. I'm like, really? That's the best place, isn't it? Let's think about this. If you're in front of their face, you're obligated to do something deal with consequences yeah. yeah you got you got to do something and then you're gonna to have to deal with the consequences you might beat his ass you might walk away is that going to make you look stronger weaker is he, is he going to look more righteous in what he said because you didn't go to the confrontation in some people's eyes or so if you're talking about me and i'm not in the room then people though they're automatically looking suspect at that person and all the mm-hmm. accusations that they level at them People begin to be like, mm, you know, do I they only jump on the board if they are also a small minded and desiring to hate that person. Mm-hmm. You know, if there is a desire to dislike him, oh, yeah, uh, I fucking always hated Kyle. So, yeah, I, I bet you're right about that. But other than that, you're doing me favors because you're you're I'm in the room.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even
0: yeah. there, you yep. know, there. Yep. Like, cool. I could sit this party out. Fuck yeah, dude. Making me popular. Jake Paul. You familiar with the kid? No. Should I? No. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> not. Uh his brother Logan Paul is the guy that found the dead guy in the suicide forest and made a big oh oh, oh oh oh
1: okay. Okay.
0: And now the two of them are engaged. They're boxers of some sort. Professional, I believe. They are sanctioned now. And uh they're making millions of dollars because people hate them.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah it's, I,
1: it's a hell of a living but it's a living
0: 100 <laughs> at the same time as people hate them there's some people that love them because yeah. that those people want to also be hated almost and then there's people like me that just really really respect them because you're like you found a way to take something that people were freely generating for you that was a negative and turn it into a positive for you your life your family members that's kind of okay. awesome
1: well i mean you know perfect example like ursula and maleficent merchandise sells just as much as ariel and uh, uh aurora sleeping beauty you know what i mean like the okay. villain yeah. just as much as the lead role does because again without a villain there's no fucking story nobody's gonna watch it I had somebody tell me they were like, oh, I wish there wasn't so much drama on Ink Master. I'd probably watch more of it. I said, if there was no drama on Ink Master, you'd be watching a documentary and you'd be asleep because tattooing is fucking boring to watch.
0: I feel like yes and no, I don't. It, I, maybe it's just right. There was a show called Epic. Ink. Do you remember this?
1: Mm, no, Maybe
0: it was fucking awesome. <laughs> it was just these nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Tattoo artists, nerds, who yeah. like to do cool tattoos uh, around genre-inspired nerddom, like stuff, right? And they yeah. were talented kids, and they were funny, uh, and there was no drama, really. Mm. And it lasted one season,
1: yeah.
0: And I loved it, but it's just like for me, you know. I mean, I'm just—I what I realized is there is not a majority of me, you right? Know, people. Uh, not enough to make it interesting. It wasn't that it wasn't good and it wasn't that it isn't worth watching. Cause I think even if, if you go back, if people were to find that show Epic Inc, they would probably watch it and really enjoy it. But right. it's like a cult classic now because it's not just not every soccer mom in the world is like, I can't wait to see that. Those judges just tear into them. Yeah. I just like yeah. that. I had a girl tell me that <laughs> she was like, I just love, I don't now. I don't have any tattoos. And I'm like, Oh, cool. I already like you so much. You sound like my kind of people She's like, no, I don't have any tattoos (laughs) But I just love When those judges, when like an artist Just be like, I did this because of that And it seems like they're so cocky And then the judges just Fuck you, they shut right on them I'm like, yeah. I kind of hate you right now. <laughs> it's hard not to show my disdain for you as a human being, because what you're talking about is something that I was emotionally scarred by. Yep. <laughs> I'm a weaker individual for the the names that you're talking about, the thing that you're doing. It's still happening inside yep. of my head, on every tattoo I do. It's sometimes just it could be how I'm wiping my ass. Like I don't know if I I would have used more black in that toilet paper, man. That's yeah. not enough blood in that.
1: Yeah, you know? dude, true. When people walk by and they're and they like quote Dave like ten more minutes, please Love it. put your put <laughs> your means down, dude. It literally yeah. it used to piss me off. It,
0: but, it is like, but no offense to anybody that says that. A lot of people still say it to me, but it is like the stupidest and the least. It is scraping the bottom of the barrel so much, right? And not now, not anymore. Now that we said that, actually, it's become a higher level of it. But still, <laughs> fuck you when you come up to do it to us. Just you just, fuck, just you. fuck you. <laughs> and now we can't differentiate you that know that this is like the higher level of fucking with us. And you're like, no, nah, I'm fucking with you. And, uh, but, and And the people who are just like, they can't think of something more unique to say.
1: Yeah, creativity, zero out of 10 on that one.
0: So, what is it like when somebody has a name or something like, uh, you know, like Michael Baldwin? They're like, oh, yeah, you're a singer. Yeah, yeah, that's, I never heard that one before. That's cool. great. Right,
1: right, right. Oh, it's so true. It's just cringy, it's fucking cringy. Knock it off, fuckers.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, it's going to happen more now. We're, okay. we're speaking that into existence somewhat. Manifestation's real. Did you feel you manifested anything in your life? uh definitely this moment. <laughs> this moment speaking this moment what we're gonna see it did you a lot of people um that i've had on the show feel as though that they manifested their uh ink master experience in some fashion too
1: yeah because they um, talked I,
0: about getting on it
1: i definitely feel that not specifically ink master but since i was like four years old i told my parents that i was going to be on tv I as people would ask me like what I wanted to be when I grew up and I told them Vanna White like I was was gonna be on tv and I was gonna be
0: turning some letters
1: Mm -hmm. whatever it was a
0: con, it was still a contest wasn't it competition
1: it was. but uh you know I mean I've had that mantra in my head since I was a little kid so I I feel like my life has definitely propelled me towards that um but I think like a, a lot of people like if you look at really anybody's life that you know you're willing to like really peer into there's there is that in them where as a young person they stumbled on something and even if they kept you know kept it near and dear to their heart it you know at some point resurfaces in their future kind of like either propel off of it or be trodden upon by it and um i think that happens more often than than we really like pay attention to i think that gave me a lot of the the fake confidence that I you know showed on that show because I, like I said I, I was fucking terrified like the entire time I was <laughs> that's funny being, to find always nervous always full of anxiety like sick to my stomach but I had to parade around like this fucking peacock I don't know like something inside of me just kind of like emulated any bullshit scenario I've ever seen on TV and I just forced myself to be that person to emulate that that personality.
0: What about now? You think uh, you're still destined to turn letters on Wheel of Fortune? What's, uh, what's in store for you entertainment-wise?
1: What what a cush job to do that. Can I be the next Vanna White? Can I put that out there into the world universe? You just that's, did. That's what I want. What I, I think you
0: me. just got to say it, right? They tell me you got to <laughs> say it more demanding.
1: Like, Jimmy Jimmy now! <laughs> Can you imagine my tattooed ass up there in a fucking big old blonde wig and a fucking <laughs> Turn and letters. Okay, now
0: I can. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I
1: can do it. I have goddamn Vanna White. Now I need a Vanna White tattoo. What the fuck, Kyle? When are you gonna put it on me?
0: Oh no, man. Sca- I'm scared to do a vanna white. I'm gonna make her look evil.
1: We'll make her cartoony and goofy. I,
0: I every time I'm doing girls right now, I'm I'm really putting dark, dark eyes on them.
1: Yeah.
0: I think they look cooler like that. I just keep you know, I'm like, I bet I probably need to soften this up a lot. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But Vanna White uh, looking evil wouldn't be a terrible thing. But is she going to be getting a cinder block smashed off of her chest? Or is she turning, turning numbers and letters?
1: I mean, why, why restrict her to just one? She should be able to do it all. It's Vanna White.
0: It is Vanna White. She's, still, she's probably still a part of Wheel of Fortune. If Pat Dude, Sajak is, right?
1: Still, is, both of them. It's um, wild.
0: Right on. Uh, I think I may have stayed too long. I haven't said too much. What, what do we see in the future? Is there anything that you want to plug? Or is there anything you want to talk about how people can help you manifest good shit in your life?
1: Um, well, you know, they can follow me online. You can always find me on Instagram at Emily Olegato. Um, I started doing TikTok. So that's fun and weird.
0: What are you uh, doing? Dancing? You doing yeah, little dances?
1: I am not a dancer. No, my latest video, I found a baby possum in my yard. So you should all go. It's <laughs> really, really fucking cute. Um, What's
0: um, the handle for your TikTok?
1: It's at, at Emily Eligato. Same. I think there might be a number after it, but whatever, you'll find it.
0: <laughs> Work at it.
1: Yeah. Um. Some really cool. It- I do want to plug really quick is um mm-hmm. the live free or die show out in New Hampshire that is in July. I get to host and mc it.
0: Oh, exciting. Right. It, right. You, it, we're talking about Van and White and all this shit. You don't even bring that like actually, Kyle, <laughs> a little step above it. I'm kind of Pat Sajak and Vanna White together. You didn't oh. even don't want to drop that in timely manner. All right. Okay. Live free <laughs> or die. You said New Hampshire
1: hmm yeah big show. Super am I exciting. wrong
0: this is a show I've heard of
1: yeah it's a really good show been around for a long time too so
0: so are you going to find time to tattoo at the show
1: no I'm only going to be emceeing and hosting it
0: oh it should be fun though don't you yeah. think it'll be fun I mean obviously you think it's going to be fun you wouldn't have took it if you didn't
1: well i used to um i used to do a lot of fundraisers back in the day um out when i uh lived and worked out in panama city florida we used to raise money for uh, american red cross and okay. we would we would put on these um homegrown shows where you know we'd raffle off a tattoo or something a couple of tattoos and then there'd be a bunch of bands and you know the audience would vote on the bands and all this other horse shit and i would host them so um i don't know if you would not see those Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever been to Panama city, but there's like these, uh, a couple of super clubs out there, Spinnaker and La Vila and, um, massive outdoor stage and, uh, they put me out in the middle of it and hand me a microphone and just let me go off. And it it was really successful and it was really fun. And, um, so I'm I'm pretty stoked about doing this. Um, I'm not a shy person, obviously. So putting a microphone in my hand, isn't going to make me, uh, not talk
0: so. <laughs> right right you're a bit of a ham so a that's a part that's again part of uh i think the ink master casting magic yeah like really I, there is very few ink masters that like i'm ever like man this guy's boring yeah <laughs> you yeah. know yeah. and this is obvious that yeah you can probably give them all a microphone obviously you're not scared of a microphone no. emily it's been a blast uh, look forward to seeing you again whenever we do, and many times that we will. And people, please comment because um, we're reading them, and we'll have questions that I didn't ask, and we can have Emily back on; she can answer. And if you got some hate for, her, start a little. I mean, it's something you're a troll anyway, so enjoy it. Now you're now you're a popular troll for a day because you said a mean word. <laughs> anyways, we'll talk to you soon, hon.
1: All right, sounds good.
0: We'll take care. You love you hun. We'll see you again.
1: guys right. nice too. Thanks so much.